The Bible is more than a book. This is Pastor Mike Kramer of New Life Church, your home of positive faith, bringing you power for living. Come to the cross and find forgiveness. Get into His Word and you'll find strength for your soul. Tap into the love that God has given. And you'll find power for living. Power for Living is a positive faith ministry. We believe that a positive attitude in life is an expression of the positive faith which embraces a powerful truth that with God all things are possible. Pastor Mike Kramer is a founder of Power for Living, senior pastor at New Life Church, and the author of the inspirational book, Power Moments. Tap into the love that God has given and you find power for My friend, today I want to speak on the subject, the Bible is more than a book. And I really believe that you can be confident in the Word of God. You know, the Scripture says, the grass withers, the flower fades away, but the Word of our Lord endures forever. The Scripture says, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? You know, growing up in a bricklayer's home, of course, my dad's been with the Lord now for some time, but I learned so many practical things growing up in a bricklayer's home. I've often said, I learned the Bible in Bible college. I learned about people in sales, worked my way through uh, college uh, in a sales profession. And then I learned the bricks and mortar of life growing up in a bricklayer's home. I learned so much about the importance of a foundation. That's why the scripture says, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? You know, when you're building a building, everything starts with a good, solid foundation. Of course, the scripture says, no other foundation can be laid than that which has already been laid. That is our faith in Jesus Christ. And our faith in Christ is anchored in the word of God. You know, John 17, 17, Jesus said, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. I like 2 Timothy three sixteen. The scripture says all scripture is given by inspiration of God. It's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Of course, righteousness is just a a big word for the right way of living. The Bible will guide your life in the right direction. And then 2 Peter 1.21 says, For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. I'm reminded of that great moment in church history, April 17, 1521, when Luther had rediscovered Martin Luther, that great champion of the Protestant Reformation, had rediscovered the truth, the just shall live by faith through his study of the scriptures. And he had been on a search. He wanted to find peace in his heart, and he just couldn't find it. He went through all the different uh, rituals and rigors of, of religion, and he it just nothing would satisfy him. And then as he began to study the book of Galatians, the book of Romans, he rediscovered that glorious truth of justification by faith. In other words, we are declared right with God through faith 
in Jesus Christ. And he began preaching that, and he was sort of called on the carpet, if you will. And one of the scriptures that really uh, gave him peace was Romans 5.1, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And he stopped trying to work for his salvation, and he just placed his total trust in what we would call the finished work of the cross, believing that Jesus died and rose again for our sins. And he anchored his faith in Christ and Christ alone. And that gave him a peace of mind, a peace of heart that he had not had before. And he began preaching those glorious truths. And he was called on the carpet by the powers of B uh, in the religious world at that time. And he was ordered to recant. And he stood before the religious leaders and he said, Here I stand. I can do no other. Well, what was it that gave him that great confidence? It was his faith in Jesus Christ anchored in the word of God. And oh, my friend, that can give you that peace that surpasses all human understanding. And God will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. You know, when I think of that inner peace, I'll never forget several years ago, Cindy and I were flying to uh, Fort Myers. We were flying out of uh, Midway Airport there in Chicago, flying southwest. And there had been a blizzard. And they had shut down the airport. And we were one of the first flights uh, that was going to leave the airport after they had reopened. And someone, we were just sitting around kind of shooting the breeze. And someone said, you know, are you nervous at all? And I said, well, I'm confident in the airlines for a couple of reasons. I said, first of all, it's not trial and error here. They're not going to see if this plane uh, makes it and then decide to keep the uh, airport open. They, they are confident that everything is good to go. And I said, secondly, I'm quite confident that pilot wants to be safe in the air as much as we do. So I've got my faith in these guys, and obviously everything was fine. But that confidence gives you that peace, that inner peace. And our confidence in the Word of God is so important if you want that peace from Christ. And there's sort of an attack uh, on Scripture, and that, that takes place, you know, all the time. There's those who want to deny it. You know, you're free to believe what you want, my friend. But I just, I guess I'm a simple guy, but I believe the Word of God. And I have my faith in Christ that does not make me perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But everybody has to have some kind of foundation in your life. And you have to choose what's going to be your foundation. Is it going to be uh, culture? Is it going to be society? Is it going to be what others determine for you? Or are you going to have a source of authority? You know, I was speaking to someone here a while back and I asked the young man, I said, well, what is your source of authority? What's the final source in your life? And he looked at me and he said, you know, Mike, I'm going to have to think about that. That's a really good question. And I found that sort of intriguing because he was a professor in a religious institution. And so I thought, well, I sure hope he comes to the conclusion of the Bible, but I'll leave that up to him. But, you know, the Bible truly is more than a book. The word of God will give you life. You know, Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing, hearing 
the word of God. 2 Timothy 3.17, or 3.50, excuse me, says that the scriptures make us wise unto salvation. And of course, in John chapter 6 and verse 63, our Lord said, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit. They are life. Did you catch that, my friend? Jesus said his words that he speaks, they are spirit, and that's what gives us life. Oh, my friend, you won't go wrong following the teachings of Christ and anchoring your faith in him. And of course, the word will give you life. It comes from God. It's God-breathed. The Bible says it's inspired. The idea is it is a God-breathed book. And, you know, again, we all have to decide what's going to be our inspiration in life. You know, Cindy and I, when we travel, we've met some interesting people from time to time. And I remember a few years back, we were uh, just enjoying a vacation down in Marco Island, Florida, and we were just hanging out on the beach. And every afternoon, uh, this one lady would just come walking along and kind of have her hands up in the air uh, towards the sun and, you know, just sort of, uh, you could tell she was kind of like drinking in the sunshine and so forth. And so I guess curiosity got the best of me. And one afternoon as she walked by, uh, Cindy and I, we just struck up a little conversation with this lady. And uh, she shared how she draws inspiration. She had this, I don't know, kind of a diamond-shaped uh, piece of glass in her hands that I think she'd bought next door at the, at the gift shop. But, uh, and she would hold that up in the air. And she shared how she sort of drew strength and drew energy from the sun. And then the people that were vacationing on the beach, she could sort of feel their vibes, if you will. And, I, you know, I don't negate it. I don't discredit it. But that's one approach to life. And that can inspire people. But there's another approach. And that's to draw your strength and your inspiration from the Word of God. Oh, my friend. The Bible claims to be the Word of God. There's what we call internal evidences. You know, it's continuity. The Bible is a collection of 66 books written by 40 different authors over a period of 1,600 years, and yet it has one central theme, and that is Jesus Christ. My friend, that is a book like no other book. We could go into all kinds of uh, other ways of the internal evidences. You know, there's uh, the fact that it records the sins of its heroes. I mean, Moses murdered a man. David murdered a guy and committed adultery. Peter denied our Lord. These, these are pillars of the faith, great pillars. And yet the Bible doesn't hide their sins, so to speak. There's external evidences the empty tomb, archaeological digs, ancient manuscripts. But for me, the best proof is the power of a changed life. I can tell you this, my friend. Jesus Christ transformed my life. Now, that does not make me perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Like everybody else, I'm still a work in progress. But I have trusted Christ as my Lord and Savior. And one of the first things that happened to me was a hunger for the Word of God, a book that, quite frankly, just sort of laid on a shelf. 
became a book that I started picking up and reading. And I would so encourage you to do the same. Start with the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. It'll tell you about Jesus Christ. In fact, you might want to start with the Gospel of John. You know, John gives us his purpose statement. He says, these things are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ and that believing you would have life in his name. But all of the Bible points to Christ. The Old Testament points to Christ through big picture form and and so forth. The miracles and all those kinds of things point to Christ. Predictive prophecies. Isaiah Isaiah 7.14 predicted uh, the virgin birth. Of course, that's fulfilled in Matthew 1 and Luke 1. We could go on and on and on. Psalm 22 gives a description of Christ on the cross, including statements that he would say like, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And we could just go on and on. Isaiah 53 is a description of Christ on the cross. And again, fulfilled thousands of years later. Oh, my friend, the word of God will give you life and you can bank on it. You can trust it and it will transform your life. And again, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? My friend, there's going to be people that will attack the scriptures. I cannot say that I understand everything about the Bible, and I cannot say that there aren't some things in the Bible that that, uh, cause me to sort of scratch my head a little bit. But again, we all have to have a final source of authority. And for me, I have discovered the reality that the Bible claims to be the Word of God, 2 Timothy 3.16 and other scriptures. Jesus reinforced the scriptures. Jesus said that not one jot or tittle would pass away. He said heaven and earth may pass away, but not one jot or tittle will pass away. In other words, the crossing of the T and the dotting of the I. Jesus had his faith in the Word of God. And my friend, you can too. Trust in Christ and then study the New Testament. Start there. It'll bless your life and it'll encourage you in your walk with the Lord. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and be gracious to you. May the Lord give you peace in your heart and power for living. Amen.